Bonjour, mon, 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 non, mon frère, mon, was, oh man, sorry Zeus, uh, I forgot, French, um, wait, let me just, there you go, pin this comment, and now we can start, peace everyone, hi, hi, how are you doing? Good, good. Nice to meet you. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> nice to meet you too. Nice to meet you too. Instagram is like social media is such a cool invention, isn't it? You can meet up with people from all over the world. And uh, I literally actually, talked to you the first time. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. I loved whoever suggested that you should do a live. I was like, oh, I mean, I love Traka and I love Farah, but I was like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this whole blm movement and everything it's encompassing and just deep diving into the the absolute resistance i'm seeing from predominantly white people and understanding what's happening mm. has been one of my biggest triggers this whole year and i've uncovered a lot of things this year but this is, no, that's this is something that's been exhausting me that's true that's true let's dive into into these topics but before we do that uh maybe you want to introduce yourself who are you i literally don't know who you are so a little bit of background information would be nice for me to know who I'm talking about. I just heard some things about you on Chaka's Lives. I think you were on Live with Melons as well. Um, so, yeah, tell me a little bit. I've been, I've been going live with all these people because so I've been very <laughs> private yeah. um, for a long time now. And I've been just like kind of building out my skill sets over the years. Mm -hmm. um, and now I'm kind of like coming out into the public, ready to implement and ready to execute. Nice. Um, so... So my background, I have a bachelor's of science in biochemistry. Mm -hmm. um, and then <laughs> I worked for pharmacies. I worked for uh, like a hospital, healthcare insurance company, Medicare mm -hmm. D, CVS Caremark. I worked as a nurse. So I had a large like spectrum of experiences of healthcare and I realized how fucked up it was basically and the corruption. So then I decided to go to medical school because I wanted to learn how to change this industry. So I didn't want to mm -hmm. practice. I just wanted the degree for more power and authority because I, I felt like I saw things that a lot of other people weren't, weren't realizing, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I have a doctorate also in naturopathic medicine. So I had to learn conventional medicine as mm -hmm. well as Eastern medicine and all of the above. Like it was, it's like multiple degrees in one because you have to learn so many different modalities. How long did you study? Like because a medical medical degree takes up six years or, or something yeah, then you have a biochemistry so, degree um yes this took me years? a total not yeah the nine to ten years exactly nine, ten years wow yeah, yeah. wow but to be honest to be honest i also like i i come from a business standpoint so i i studied business but very early i wanted to uh change the topic into studying medicine as well right that's what i wanted to do but I didn't well, because well, I, I couldn't I couldn't go to medical school learning all the things that I so profoundly disagree with. So I see you going to medical school with the intention of changing the system is a big step for me. And I couldn't do the step. But like, well, you know, like, you know, the difference between you and I and the motivation was that I have a very cute, bubbly personality. It's very feminine and it precedes me. So People don't take me as seriously, so I had a, I had the motivation to be taken seriously with um, degrees to back me up. Like, mm. yes, I'm cute and I'm bubbly. I'm a happy-go-lucky girl, but I'm fucking smart and I know how the system works better than you probably. You mediocre, you know, patriarchal misogynist. I hear you. No I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. So, so when you when you have to 
deal with this a lot in your life just because you are a feminine woman it, no matter how powerful you are like you kind of see the resistance like okay so for me that was my you know that's not the case for every person for me that was my journey that was my conclusion that's what mm -hmm. led me and i learned i needed to i learned a lot and um i created three different businesses while i was in medical school because i had no intention of practicing it was just like figuring out how i could disrupt the system and i used to be i used to be like i'm gonna destroy big pharma like that's my entire mission in life and I, like i was like really gun ho about it. and then through my own spiritual awakening and connecting mm -hmm. to consciousness and realizing how we're all one and this is still a reflection of it like i realized like the only way to drive out darkness is to create light mm -hmm. like you must step outside the system and create a new one to disrupt an old one like that is the, so so that's where i am today <laughs> that's a bit of my background at least background wow that's that's quite impressive um and it definitely comes um it comes with a certain notion that women can only get you know recognition if they have the degrees etc etc and that perfectly describes the patriarchal system that we're living in isn't it uh which is yeah, kind of yeah. sad no, uh, not kind of really which is bad. truly sad <laughs> yeah no I, it used to make me so upset you have no mm -hmm. idea like Uh, when I had a software, my old software company before I was talking with a lawyer, a patent mm -hmm. lawyer, and I walked in with my co-founders and he just assumed I was the secretary and he was like directing his questions at like the, my co-founder. And I was actually the, like the boss and the CEO and the reason why mm. it was a revenue positive company to begin with. So it's just like little things like that over the years blew my mind. Um, okay, bye. I know okay. Yes. Okay. So, bye. The... Yes. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> She's chilling with me. I love her. It's been it's been bad because they're not nobody's allowed to work. So people have been reaching out to me like, hey, can I still, you know, do something for you? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, yes, yes, come. Like, I don't care to I live in Singapore. I'm like, break the law, I don't care. Come, let me help you. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's been bad. It's been bad. So I'm happy to help. Um anyway, so yeah, I've I've experienced that a lot. And it pushed me to move further. So what I was going to say is, like, I used to be upset because people underestimated me often. And that used mm. to really, really make me so mad. And I met Sarah Blakely, who is, like, I think at one point one of the youngest self-made billionaires. And she created who? Spanx. Sarah Blakely. I have no idea what that is. She created Spanx. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> uh, it's like a, it's like a seamless type of underwear. It's really, it's a simple oh, product. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I think I heard of that. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I met her, and and like I've gone to a lot of different events and masterminds. So I met a lot of incredible people. What what really struck me is I I was ex like complaining to her about this. I was like, I hate this. Blah blah. And she she she's like, it is a strength because you can go into situations. Mm -hmm. undercover and I and like she shifted my mentality and perspective about it and now that's where I am today like you're like who is this random chick that somebody's like messaged you about and like I'm just like okay like maneuvering through and I'm just this now it's my strength like now I realize like I'm more trustworthy because I do have like that more I, I am feminine dominant right mm -hmm. and that means I do come from a place of compassion I do come from a place of connection and and I love that you call this goddess talk it's so cute <laughs> I mean, ultimately, that's what it is. Like, people who are aligned with themselves understand that they're creating their own reality. And therefore, yes. and therefore you, you are a goddess. I'm a god. Simply because we are born in a certain gender, right? Ultimately, we're all one, one, right? So, we just have the um, polarities of the energies. Exactly, exactly. That's just the character that we're given. Um, however, 
I wanted to I wanted to ask you what kind of companies did you did you build because like I can assume I can assume from someone who's that determined and that focused that these companies are banging. The, no, they're all learning experiences. That's ah, yeah, actually okay. the case. Um, I would say I'm actually launching two companies in the next couple of months, and those are the big deal ones for me. So it's like everything I mm -hmm. learned and acquired is now being implemented. So, nice. I mean, things before were just like experiences. Like I created a software company, software as a service for doctors. So I mm -hmm. hosted private care practices, entire business operations on my platform. And the goal there was to empower the doctors operating outside of the system. Mm -hmm. So ones that aren't taking insurance money, perhaps, and like taking away all the pressure of having to have an online establishment and providing them the tools that they didn't have to hire, like, like a developer anymore or anything. So it was like a very like streamlined solution. It was amazing. And it was one of my favorite companies. I created uh, a, a supplement company. It was like mm -hmm. NutriPatch. So it's just like a supplement that absorbs through the skin. And mm -hmm. um, it was really cool. Um, and then I did an e-commerce company on Amazon that made a lot. And then I realized like, so I had a bougie phase of my life. <laughs> like I made a lot and then I spent a lot and I was like, okay. And then I realized like what matters to me. And I also saw how money didn't change me it's like you could you can imagine it but you never know until it mm. actually happens and i got to experience all ends of how i express myself which mm -hmm. was which was amazing and now i'm at this time where um so <laughs> i'm actually in the software world again i'm here in singapore on an entrepreneur visa singapore i don't know if you know is the number one most competitive economy in the world that's <laughs> the true yeah yeah, it's, it's an amazing place here, but it's in the most difficult visa to obtain here is the entrepreneur visa because it's a it's, it's like a, not as entrepreneur friendly here as you'd like to think, right? So they, they kind of make it hard, but they, it's like a quota they want to fill. Um, and I'm actually I've created a new social media platform and it's not just like any new social media platform. It's a like, conscious paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. in technology creation so an uncensored platform for all the people who are get censored now that's what you're yes. saying so there's a lot of like there's a lot of like um new social media platforms coming out right now and yeah. their main their main value propositions are we're uncensored we're not going to mine your data um mm. and no algorithms blah, blah blah and there's so many replicas of these but you cannot reinvent the wheel you have to create a core sure value proposition that addresses a new behavioral change in humans for them to then want to adopt a new technology mm -hmm. widespread enough to actually shift from any of these cabal like uh, platforms like Facebook and Instagram, et cetera. So it's like a gold rush right now happening mm -hmm. in the technology world and I'm a part of it and I'm coming out strong in some way. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about it. So, um, so how, how, how do you want to, um, achieve this the shift in paradigm like what's your your unique selling proposition for example for that company because like yeah, exactly. as you said as you said there are many many different companies it's a gold rush so you have to stand out so why yeah, would people should choose your platform so i would say the core foundational um thing that it's trying to accomplish as a platform is mm -hmm. build out the community so what mm -hmm. i mean by that is Chaka has almost a million followers, right? Mm -hmm. There's only one Chaka. And what is the current social model, uh, social media models? It's a broadcasting model. So it's mm -hmm. how many followers can I get and how much engagement can I get? Um, and then they have ever-changing algorithms that forever decrease those that, that number for the person 
to then create an addiction to creating content in this repeating cycle. And their goal mm. of today's social media platforms are to convert you into a paying patron. True. Right? So that's, that's, that's actually uh, what is the case today. So what does my platform do? The main goal is to get the people who are following, let's say, Chaka, Mm -hmm. to start talking to each other, to mm -hmm. create connections with each other. So mm -hmm. it's no longer just a broadcasting model. It is a model. It is about community building. So that is the huge paradigm shift alone in itself. And it's, it's incredible. And I'm like really proud of it in that way. <laughs> almost like, oh, it's almost like we're going back to the roots, isn't it? Like when Facebook started, for example, that's what the original meaning on why Facebook was invented or started. And now we shifted to this very uh, profit-driven model of social media. Yes. And that's actually very, very cool because um, I believe, like, for example, the way I use Instagram, I love the community that I've built. Like, I interact with people, but it's, it's difficult to, to interact on Instagram in particular, right? And Facebook yes. is something that people don't use, etc. So we are definitely in need of either reform or a totally new platform, which I would support more because I know that it's coming from people like you who are really understanding how the world is going. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so basically, basically what you said, um, I want to ask you about your uh, medical background. So do you still practice? Like, do you consult people on, on their health and, and do you try to uh, maintain wellness? You don't at all. So you just have the degree. Wow, that's, that's even more impressive to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to hear someone saying that's impressive because I've been attacked for it. Like in medical school, my med school friends, some of them, the people in my class hated me because yeah. I was the entrepreneur girl. And like, they're like, why are you even here if you're not going to practice medicine? I'm like, um, because it's like you said, like I knew I was creating my reality. I knew what I needed to do for myself and be mm. on my own path. But it triggered a lot of people. <laughs> I can definitely, I can definitely see that. Like, all the medical students that I know, all the doctors that I know went to medical school to become a doctor in the system. Everyone, everyone is in the system. But for someone who understands that the system isn't really going well, um, well, that's actually wrong to say. Like, the system is, is trash, right? It's trash. It's a fucking <laughs> to keep it real. Exactly. Given, like, foundation, like... Completely fucked up, yeah. It's, it's messed up. Um, so that is actually a very brave and bold move. Um, and I can say that because I didn't go, right? Because I saw no value in it. But you explaining it, I'm there like, wow, maybe I should, I should consider at least taking a biochemistry degree or something to have the credentials to, to convince other people, right? And, and, that, like, and that's my, my uh, area of expertise anyway. So that's always something that I, um, I had in my mind to go back to university, et cetera. But then I'm like, well, if I'm not accredited by the system, why would I need the degree, right? If I could just go on YouTube or pursue certain programs to get the knowledge. So that's like always a pondering in my head. Anyway, um, so. Um, oh, yo, I forgot my question. <laughs> <laughs> you know but there's there's two sides to this story because yeah. in a way i don't even want to say that i had to do that to be able to mm -hmm. accomplish what i want to it's that it was a standard created in my head that mm. i was also enslaved by and then i reacted to a program that told me this is what you have to do to succeed in life and this is the validation you need from people in order to accomplish and that that is maybe not even true 
I mean, it was my truth for my journey, my purpose, but I would never say that that is actually what you should do for your journey too. A lot That's of people true. accomplish a lot of impact in the world without any degrees, right? So I, yeah, I just wanted to like kind of give that perspective too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been in my head for the past four years. So it's always a theme that comes up. And whenever there is a theme which is repetitive in my life, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for that message from my ancestors where I should, you know, where I know what I need to do. And the message obviously is not, as you know, a message as in, yo, you do this, but more of a feeling. Um, so on my page, <laughs> yes, I, like, I like to talk, I like downloads, exactly. I like to talk about um, the polarity between masculinity and femininity because we're living in a patriarchal system, a very oppressive, controlled, controlled system. We are male, male dominant. So seeing somebody who's, Feminine dominant is a trigger point for most of the people. I'm not only speaking to men. Many women are also male dominant simply because society made them to be yes. so. Yes. Now, oh, what did you like? What what is your what is your journey towards achieving your or accepting and, and loving your inner femininity, although it is so um, attacked by society in general? Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> where should I start? <laughs> Like, it's a great question because there's definitely a journey here. And I mean, I was on a path. I was literally mm -hmm. on the path to becoming a man-hating feminist. Mm. Like, I was very angry. I was an angry feminist. I didn't even see myself as that. I started blaming men for all the problems in the world, for the fact that they ran the world, and blah, 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 blah. And, mm. like, and I had a, some awakening happen um, a couple years ago, thankfully, to this. And of course, you know, it always goes back to the subconscious wiring and what experiences you had as a child or the father mother triggers and all these mm. things. And, you know, we know this, but actually creating the that connection mm -hmm. is the fucking work. And when you're brainwashed in the society, which sure. is also pushing this narrative like, oh, women have to prove themselves and that we're in this patriarchal system is actually perpetuating the issue because I kept meeting certain type of men. I kept mm. having these experiences of being underestimated, etc. Until I had that shift within me, my fucking reality shifted. I have not dealt with as many misogynist men in my life since, even though most of my life was dealing with this. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, you know, so that shift was huge and important in that way. Um, and, and it was recognizing, like, I was still angry with my father. I was still angry with, like, the way I was treated. I was angry at all of the injustices that I had experienced, whether it was sexual harassment or domestic violence, like everything, like all those things that come under the experience of being a woman, unfortunately, mm. you know, I had to really like release from and realize like, it's the, the irony was this. I always, always said that I would never let these experiences dictate the person I am going to be later in life, okay? The irony is, is it ended up doing exactly that because I became a very angry feminist. And, 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 and re recognizing the lies that we tell yeah. ourselves about ourselves is literally an everyday thing. That is literally our work to do every day. And that is the type of people I want to be around, the, one are, the ones that are increasing their self-awareness. And that leads to this place where I was on a journey to number like, wow, you know, you know what I realized? You know what I realized? I was like, I talk so much about toxic masculinity what about toxic femininity? Why is that bad a thing? Because that's actually a lot more of something that I can work on. <laughs> um, and I started down that route because all I was doing 
was toxic femininity in response to toxic masculinity mm. so i had to like start reworking it that way and then i started to connect to what my powers were which what my intuition powers were my psychic clairvoyant gifts my ability to move like all energy in a room when i walk in to be able to like have people resonate with my soul and have conversations with me and connect with my energy and to be able to do that you have to be in alignment you have to be in your flow you know and to create that kind of magic and I, I help a lot of women try to do that basically dancing is a great way to connect with the feminine and realizing and, and this is my last point on the on the matter another thing was okay if every this is such it's like now you're kind of understanding right the, the yeah, yeah i hear you but um the last point i want to make on this is understanding that we are responsible for our reaction and healing and etc and over the years, this has happened where we live in a patriarchal society and mm -hmm. white supremacy, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. And we've gotten to this place where women are not in as much power as we should mm -hmm. be. Instead of being that person that continued to complain about this, I shifted into taking responsibility. Like, if we are so powerful, how did we let this happen? Mm -hmm. If we are actually that powerful and capable of creation and connection, how did we let it get to this point? That is the responsibility I started to take. Instead of blaming, I was like, okay, if I really believe that I am that fucking powerful mm -hmm. and that I can do whatever the fuck I want and in my fullest expression, blah, 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 then that is my that is what I'm going to do. And that was like the last step of like connecting to what my, my feminine energy and power was. Wow. So <laughs> until now, right, you, you said in the beginning that you're not practicing medicine, right? And doctors go out and try to heal people. That's what they say. But the work that you do is practicing medicine in its truest form, isn't it? Because that is emotional healing, that spiritual healing that you're doing. Although you're not literally no, treating patients, right? You're, you're healing people. And I think that's a major difference in, 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 in mindsets. In particular, our modern medical system, which is based on patriarchal systems. It's wartime medicine, isn't it? Like you go to a hospital, you get a chemical, you're getting, you, you try to get uh, healthy as, as fast as possible. That's why we have cures and treatments rather than <laughs> focusing on the long-term things such as emotional well-being, finding your alignment. Finding your alignment is all what health is about, right? We talk about a disease. I think that's one of the most quoted things by Dr. Sebi. Um, we talk about the disease because we are out of balance, right? And the goal is to go into balance and not causing more, uh, you know, uh, disharmonies. And so, therefore, although you've been to medical school and you claim that you're not practicing medicine, you're still healing people. So you're doing the work, <laughs> which is the irony. No, you're, you're absolutely correct. And I see that reflection in people that uh, interact with or follow me on my account or et cetera. Like, it's really beautiful to see just the more in alignment you are and the more light you shed, the more you give the power and ability for other people to have it, to do the same kind of thing. Um, and And... And you're like you said, alignment, it really, it really is. I, I went through like phases of like, mm. okay, I know allopathic medicine is a bandage. What's real healing? So the last 10 years, I've been trying to answer the question, what is healing? Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was like allopathic medicine. No. Okay. Naturopathic medicine, supplements, lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Diet. Okay. goes further. Energetic medicine. Um, Tony Robbins, energetic healer is the one that mm -hmm. introduced me to energetic medicine. And I learned a bit from him. Whoa! <laughs> uh, what? what is going on what is going uh, on right. so it w and then it went from there to then spiritual healing and mm. i was like and then i went to john of god's village and i had a 
spiritual surgery thing, which had mm -hmm. absolutely physical implications on my body, even though I wasn't touched or anything. And, and, and realized, and then it went further. Okay, so it was like all of the spectrum I experienced and witnessed, and then I realized the core component of healing is actually human connection. That is at the core, more than lifestyle, more than genetics, more than diet, mm -hmm. all of the above, it is connection. And there are studies that literally show this to be the case too. Um, and mm. that is why my app is geared towards, psychologically, it is to create genuine, authentic connection. Um, and that is, what, yeah, so I love that you made that connection because my purpose in life has been healing from this angle, like literally the last decade. <laughs> See, that's, that's, why, that's why I saw immediately uh, when like, you got recommended to my page. I heard about you, like I saw that you were, went live with such and such. And then I checked your page and I already knew, okay, she knows what you're talking about. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so so you, said, you, said, you said that you have a spiritual awakening. Um, and that's a, that's a very common question that I get from my friends, um, then from, from people on social media who are my IG friends or IG cousins, that's how I call them. Um, um, so it's, it's like people expect, uh, people expect that you go through the spiritual awakening process, but you have these crossroad situations, these big moments which make the big shift. Um, do you think that you have those moments in your life as well or multiple? And if, if you want to, you can elaborate and, and explain maybe one or two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Whew, definitely multiple for sure. And there's yeah. going to be even more coming. I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. like just Love one that. lines about different. I grew up a Muslim. Same. Oh my God. Really? What's your, yeah, what's yeah. your like, ethnicity? Uh, you can't you can't guess, but I'm I'm from Turkey and Georgia. Um, oh, cool. I grew up I grew up full fledged Muslim. Um, I know you're from Pakistan, isn't it? I saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's also, that's a very uh, conservatively Muslim country, isn't it? No, I grew up in America. I moved when I was a baby to the oh, United okay. States. But yes, okay. but uh, and I love by the way the wine from Georgia. Oh my god. <laughs> so the good. wine, yeah, we're, wine, we're, we're like... famous. We're famous for that nature and wine. That's what and honey. That's what we do. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. I just saw her message. But um, okay, yeah. Um, so my first awakening, I would say, is when I realized that I had been brainwashed by a religion um, at age 23, which is kind of late for me. I, and what I thought was really mad. Wait, was, how, how, yes. how old are you, if I might ask? I'm 29. 29. Oh, dope. That's cool. Right, I'm, 20, <laughs> I'm 24, by the way. I'm 24, by the way. Oh, cool. Aw. <laughs> You're my elder. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I do. I, I'm like I'm getting old, but my 30s are going to be the best. I've 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 known this for a long time. I'm now well, finishing age, up. Well, age is age is but the number in the end, right? So. Oh, I um... know. But my Saturn return is ending this year, so I'm excited and like. Mm, okay. And everything that's coming in my astrological charts and stuff. So ah, it's all good stuff. I'm excited. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so that was like one huge. I felt like I was in a dream because like you know, you just believe that the real life is after death and this is just a mm. test. So like, you're never fully present here. And then I woke up mm -hmm. and, um, and then I met John Amaral, Dr. John Amaral. He was just featured on Goop 2, a really amazing show on Netflix called mm -hmm. Goop Lab. He's episode five and it's energetic medicine, which on the mainstream channel, like Netflix is an amazing thing. So I recommend it. Um, and I saw I started to believe and understand the existence of energy and even homeopathy and things of like that nature. Mm -hmm. 
And then, I, you know, I went to a lot of Tony, Tony Robbins events too. Um, and I just like inhabited this whole radical responsibility of my life and what creates my life and all of these things. And it's like, it, it's something I've been doing my whole life, but I, I finally had the context for what it was I was doing mm. my whole life. Like I always had this intuition, blah, 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 but I didn't know what it was. Like I didn't know what vibes were. Anyways, then one of the biggest solidifying things for me is I was at a retreat with Dr. John Emerald. I was with Tony Robbins' niece. Her name mm -hmm. is Shayla. She was 19 years old. And we're just getting energy medicine done, etc. She's She suddenly started channeling the dead in front of all of us, like 28 mm -hmm. of us. And we were all like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and she's legit just like, oh, your brother died. He's here right now. He's telling me blah, 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 blah. And she can describe to a T what it looks like. Um, and then I asked a question, she described my life to me. Um, and there's a lot of cognitive distance here, but you know, like you start to recognize when truth, when, when, when truth is resonating behind the pain, right? Yeah. So several months of this, I like flew to her. I flew my friends to her. I had several sessions with her. I was, I was proven beyond doubt that this is real. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then I explored, I mean, I went on like a tirade of exploring different psychics and their abilities and gifts and like people connect into conscious. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Um, and then I thought, like, I honestly, I thought I was woke at this point. I was like, okay, I figured out a lot. I understand God exists. Yeah. I understand corruption and hell. No, then fucking 2020 comes around, okay? 2020 comes around. Out of Shadows comes out. And then mm. I watched Walker Ball. And then I watched all of this other stuff. I'm fucked in the head for a couple of weeks. I can't sleep. I'm just researching. <laughs> <laughs> well, 2020 is the year of, of clear vision, right? 2020 vision. <laughs> Seriously. I was Yo. just like, I thought I figured it out. No. No, no. There are always levels. There are always levels. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And now I'm like in a new layer of awakening, right? Mm. I would have I would have said before, like, yeah, I've gone through the awakening and now I'm just gonna apply what I know. Now it's finally gotten to a point where I will never say that. Which is now where you probably know you are awakened. Because now I'm like, okay, no, I don't know for the rest of my life what is real or not, and it's going to be constant check with mm. my soul and that is like, <laughs> wow, that's that's real that's real that's real you're never you're never finished in awakening you're never finished enlightenment yeah. until until the moment where your body separates from your soul period oh, right yeah. it is yeah. it is true it is true like you can have an experience outside of you like what people consider to be uh astral projection or lucid dreaming yes. or yes. or channeling or channeling the astral and ancestral realm but ultimately you always come back to the body until you detach from the body as well and you just become spirit. That's when you're fully enlightened. Mm. <laughs> I love it. You're right. Yeah, so those, those were multiple experiences that'll continue. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, that's, that's, actually, that's actually very funny because um, when I went through my personal spiritual awakening, I, started, I actually started very early. Uh, when I was like oh. four, 14, 15, and growing up Muslim, you know, I went I'm to Quran. I'm jealous of you people. I'm jealous of no, you it's not. It's not. It's not. It's difficult. Like, it comes with different different problems. Yeah, it's true. But, it's true. That's true. Isn't it? I'm just competitive. So, uh, that's, it's like me Yeah, I, I see that. I, see, I mean, for, some, for someone who has multiple degrees and has multiple businesses started, to be not competitive, right, makes no sense. Makes no sense. Um, <laughs> I embrace it. I gotta embrace it. <laughs> that's you don't, true. You don't, you don't have to. You don't have to. Everything but you can't so the thing is the thing is you can't win that race because no matter what happens i will have my spiritual awakening earlier than you so i won <laughs> anyway 
<laughs> okay, I'm joking. Um, so basically, what happened? What happened is that I went through, uh, you know, a very Muslimic uh, childhood. Right? It was not very conservative, but I went to Quran school. My entire family is very, uh, very, very religious. Mm-hmm. And um, I went like I was I was on the verge to becoming um, the imam in my in my mosque, right? Because <laughs> I was I was the most I was the most talented in the in the class. You know, when you go to Quran school once or twice a week. But I was just like the guy who could remember everything, who could paraphrase everything, you know, mm-hmm. and and have had have a critical view on on have a proper discussion. So I don't I don't know why, but they said I should do that. I refuse. And I was like in this deep conflict where I saw it, you know, a gap, like a big hole in religion. Something made no sense. And mm-hmm. and I started having dreams. And I'm a very lucid dreamer, very vivid dreamer. And I always, I always got my messages out of my dreams. When I saw something in the dreams, it either happened or it will happen or it is a message for me, right? And that's what I understood very early. And then I had this weird dream where I saw all these religious symbols floating around me with a big question mark. And I woke up, I woke up that was literally the dream. And I woke, woke up like, damn, I never was so confused about my faith. And not about my faith, about my religion, because my yeah, faith yeah. was always there. Then I started, as you said, um, my research. My 2020 year was a little earlier, where I just hit rock bottom and was uh, absolutely confused. And then I, I distanced myself from God to have a proper perspective from what I've been teaching. What, what people, see, per, that's actually, Same. I believe that that's a good thing when you return to something, right? Yeah. There's this saying, uh, if you truly love somebody, you should set them free. And if they return, they chose you right and that's what i thought literally like if i just distance myself and let this thought go it Mm. if it returns one day or when it returns it really is what defines me what i believe and that's why i did so i was like what people would consider an atheist so i was not practicing any kind of rituals spirituality etc i was just checking the facts i was getting knowledge and then there was this point where i said you know what with all the knowledge i could have all the knowledge but if i don't apply it if i don't believe into into the things that i say it's worthless so i got back to spirituality i got introduced to the ancient to ancient history not this white washed version which i'm very thankful for i started with that very early and then i had like these uh, uh these awakenings like i had astral projections when my ancestors talked to me um yes. those things right <laughs> and that's why i'm probably here sitting with you talking with you um because we both went through similar experiences although they extremely different no, they're the same in their in the foundation of their core which is this feeling of enlightenment which is this feeling of getting more in tuned and intuitive with yourself yes you know one thing i'm really happy about with the spiritual awakening part is i used to be really pissed off I started hating religions. And then I start. once you have context for spirit in this way, like I wasn't angry at Muslims anymore or the religion of Islam. Like I was like, yeah. okay, I get it. <laughs> but I was, when I was an atheist, I was pretty pissed. When did you, um, when did you figure out about the satanic elites and um, how child sacrificing and pedophilia and things like that exist? Um, actually very early. So I was, my dad, my dad, my dad, my dad was big into, um, you know, uh, t- Turks are the biggest minority in Germany. And so we get treated a certain way um, with Arabs, other foreigners. Uh, but Turks are like, I think, five or six million out of 82 million living in Germany are Turks, right? Which is a 
like a little bit under 10%. Uh, and, you know, there's a discrimination. There's this, there's that. These microaggressions. I felt that. So my dad felt that as well. And then you started educating yourself. What is the cause of this and that? And so, you know, he started his research and dropped some gems for us every now and then. And, you know, that's, that's how I got introduced to it. But really, um, when it really started off for me was when I got my laptop, to be honest. That's when I started my own research. <laughs> so instead um, of searching porn, you were searching child trafficking. <laughs> uh, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't really searching for child trafficking, but I was searching for elites and how they believe and what they believe in and their rituals, right? Yep, and there's, yep, there's yep. Rich, and the, the weird part is, and that's what I actually am very grateful for, but that caused a lot of trouble for me is that in my spiritual awakening process of accepting the light, I actually got the light from researching the darkness which is going on in the world. Wow, right? that's a different reverse. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Such, wow. a weird, such a weird concept. I was like, why are these people doing that? Why are there, are there sat satanic and demonic sacrifices and, and rituals? There has to be something on the other side as well. Where did they get that from? That's when I started digging deep into history, in particular into African history and African, like what they call African spirituality. There's no such thing as African spirituality because Africa is just so vast and uh, culturally diverse. But like what people now uh, consider under this umbrella term African spirituality, that's literally the reverse of what these elites are doing. They're using the very same principles which were yes, used yes. for light, yes. but they transformed it into you know first of yeah. all they propagate that we are not we're not supposed to do these rituals because they are black magic and whatever but there's they use it for yeah yeah, for yeah. All the bad I, no, I get it i get exactly what you're saying <laughs> <Yeah>. wow <laughs> wow that is that's tough you know what i tell people about like me figuring it out this year Mm. also what helps me not to be so agenda driven and pushing other people to kind of like figure it out is like and also respecting people like you so fucking much, okay? Because I appreciate you. everyone, seriously, because everyone has their own timeline. Yeah. And I found out this year, the vast majority of this stuff, if I found out sooner, I don't think I would be here today because I do not think I would have survived this long. I think I would have killed myself. Because or, or you wouldn't believe it because you're no, not ready. No, no, no. So everything, 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 everything comes at the right time, isn't it? That's why I think, like, if you give me this, inf if I give this information, uh, wait, better example. I started this entire health wellness uh, uh, journey five years ago, approximately. In the beginning, nobody listened to me. I'm still having the same message. And all of a sudden, people are receiving my message. They weren't just ready or they weren't really listening to me because I didn't have the expertise. So this, th there's this, again, this saying, I don't know why I'm quoting so many people today. Um, <laughs> The student is at the, the, the student is ready. No, wait, I messed up. What is it? Um, when the student <laughs> is ready, the teacher will appear. That's it. Yeah. And that's why I see in life as well. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, 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 um, no, there was no interruption. <laughs> ah, okay, like, okay, that's, that, that's my, huh? I, I just said, okay. <laughs> just like that for me is my perception because I know what has pushed me to my own limits before in life mm. and how I was, I felt like a loner or an outsider or an outlier and how that like mm. were tough times in some places for me. And like, if I had this additional context in my life, I'm not someone who could like be able to continue to operate in mm, a world. I, hear you. You, I, would, I would continuously be talking about it and it would drive me crazy. And I know myself. So I, I know this about myself and the 
divine timing and it coming into my life this year where thankfully millions of other people are also realizing it. So I wouldn't feel this alone or like I'm crazy or et cetera. Yeah. And because of that, I'm like, okay, everyone has their divine timing and figuring this out. We all time, all timelines are converging into one right now, which is the great sure. awakening. We're not, we're just all losing this battle with this, this spiritual war. We win. There's no like, like take over by the Kabbalah. We're going to be like, no, that's, that doesn't happen. Actually, we already know the outcome. We're just participating in the journey, getting there in the enlightenment, sure. journey, getting there, honestly, like, and people who know that figured it out. But like, there's some people who are very fear based right now. Like if we don't, we don't fight and get together right now, we're going yeah, yeah, yeah. to lose, we're going <laughs> to, no. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, you know, the thing about if like, once you understand how the spiritual world goes, or once you are connected to your spiritual self, you understand that everything is infinite. That means that this this realm, the way that our society works, it works with control, it works with fear and um, with scrutiny, isn't it? And you cannot control, like you, you can control all the things, but you cannot control time and space, really. And if you're spiritually connected, you already know that everything is infinite, time and space included. Therefore, there is no need to control and there's like, you cannot control it. That's literally what you just said. But I wanted to touch, I wanted to touch one more thing and that's this hate for religion. Um, I think I went through the same same phase as well because I was questioning. I was really hating who I was born. Am I am I standing right, or should I like? But I, I I put my charger in, so I was like trying to balance it on the charger. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. You're still straight. Um. So with the with the religion, um, I, I really like for everyone who's. I already saw that I'm Muslim too. I face the same uh, issues. Um. Just understand what religion is truly meant to be, and religion, in my opinion is a form of realizing who you really are. So it's a spiritual journey. It's just a different path. And that's literally what religion means, right? It's re and ligada, which means re rebinding. What do you rebind? Your physical self with God or your God mm. self, right? Mm. And religion, religion is just one, like for example, Islam is just one path to achieve that. Now, do I say that religion as it is executed in its institutional form is right? No, definitely not. It's just not. a language. It's a language. Exactly. It's, you're right. It's just a language. You can choose to... You can... No, I'm, no, I'm down. <laughs> don't <laughs> worry, it, don't worry. How should I do this? How do I do it like this? Ah, there. Perfect. 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 I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I'm in the phone right now because that would have hurt my head if my head was on the floor. <laughs> Um, anyway, that was just a, a takeaway for everybody who's questioning religion, who's coming from a religious background and wants to know more about spirituality. Ultimately, all religions are spiritual. It's just a different institution that you believe in. That's it. Or a different language that you speak. Now, you mentioned astrology. You mentioned astrology. And that's, that's one of the most feminine things you can speak about. Because why? Um, not only do men disagree with all astrology and try to prove astrology in a very uh or not proof but they're very um um what do you say that i don't know if uh, they i get what you're saying because but i've experienced all types of men when it comes to astrology so i wouldn't ever group it but they do try to create a linear understanding of it you're right that's it linear understanding right so what's what's your what's your sun sign what's your ascendant if you want to share i know it's powerful of course i do i love this stuff <laughs> you could guess my sun sign i mean there's like you can guess the element that much for sure. 
Well, you're you're very bubbly. That means you're airy, isn't it? Dude, you think I'm more bubbly than I am fire? Nah, I mean, are you? I don't know. I'm fire as fuck. <laughs> like, so my my sun sign is Sagittarius, and oh, wow. my moon sign is Aquarius. Okay. The humanitarian, like alien part of me, right? And then, mm. um, and emotionally de detached. And then my ascendant rising is Aries. So like, um, and then in my natal chart, five of my signs are Capricorn. <laughs> that's that's why you're so competitive. That's why you're so competitive. One hundred percent. Like, how is it possible that you have five planets in Capricorn? It's it's, it's I love it though. It's like this exterior fiery. Part and then under, yeah. beneath all the fire is this very grounded, methodical, practical, like driven <laughs> person. Yo, yeah. yo, yo, Capricorns. Capricorns are um, like what we would consider the perfect leaders, right? My favorite because people. there's yeah, I, I can understand. I mean, if you have, if I had, if I would have uh, five Capricorns in my natal chart, you know. I would also favor favor all. Capricorns. No, they're like my favorite people in throughout my life. My best friends have always. Been oh, oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're my favorite <laughs> people, <laughs> literally. And I've been meeting a lot lately. Like Chaka's mm. a Capricorn. Uh, yeah. Malance is a Capricorn. I just went on live with Empress AK last night. She's a Capricorn. I was like, this is dope. I'm enjoying. What's your sign? Um. Well, I didn't know that Empress is also a Capricorn. Anyway. <laughs> So many Capricorns out there. They're, they're the true achievers, right? The, the leaders, the entrepreneurs, uh, et cetera. Uh, my sun sign is actually Cancer. Um, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the empathic. That's why I'm, that's why I'm so, um, I'd say internally so, 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 uh, so, so no, I don't want to say so feminine, but caring, nutri caring. nurturing. Exactly, exactly. I'm the listener. Um, and then oh. my moon sign actually is Sag, so I'm a Sagittarius mm -hmm. in my moon, and I'm a Gemini in my ascendant. That that makes total sense. I see it. Yeah, definitely. Like if I if I look back in retrospect, that's how my life is defined. Like my ascendant <laughs> is so, my ascendant is actually very strong. I like to talk. I like to be like this mm -hmm. very mm -hmm. the person who's on the extremes. But then I'm very good at listening, which makes the combination with Gemini even more dangerous. Because I can, go, I, can, I can tune in, right? I'm very empathic. Then I could, can be very manipulative as my Gemini is. And my Sag is just forever burning. So, <laughs> you know, there, as we mentioned before, there's darkness and light. And I could have gone both ways. And actually, actually, I got one natal chart reading, um, which was incredible. Like that person just explained mm -hmm. my entire life and tried yeah. to, you know, forecast the future. And it was so, like, it was so accurate. And he said that you're going to have, um, like, your strength lies in listening to people while simultaneously speaking. And I was like, what are you talking about? How am I supposed to listen and speak? But then, but then, um, you know, he explained all the other stuff which is going on in my life and which literally went on in my life. And I was just, like, blown away. And that's the moment when I was sold, uh, sold to, to astrology and all this natal chart and the science behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I, I had a similar experience. Um, I had my natal chart read by an astrologer who was Princess Diana's astrologer. She was like the royal family's personal astrologer for many years. And I met her in Bali. And I had my natal chart read by her. And I was just like, 
I've never felt so understood in my life before. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is amazing. And yeah, and I consult with her every once in a while still. I sent her, oh, I sent her Out of Shadows, uh, the documentary, and then I, I was like, that was like, because I wanted her to see. I was like, Princess Diana, you may f actually know why she died. Like, but it's tough. <laughs> Yo, 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 shout out to Moe who just joined the chat. Um, so, um, yo, natal chart readings are crazy. Like, if you have a good astrologer, don't let her go or, or him. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's one of the best, best experiences because there are so many more things which define your person and your innate character than yeah, just your DNA. Lives. So past lives, etc. So, um, that really, really helped me to, to tune in. And actually, I had a natal chart reading very coincidentally. I was um, studying abroad in Italy, and I had my first astral projection. Like, you know, when you have um, the paralysis, when you can't move in your sleep? Have you ever heard of that? Like sleep yeah. paralysis? So I had that. And I was, the first time I was like, okay, what just happened? Am I just like, what happened? Am I disabled now? Then I woke up. I was like, okay, that's frightening. The same day. I had the same thing. And there was this dark, uh, like I, I usually talk about shadow work. So mm. there was this dark spirit approaching to me. And I was frightened at first because, you know, you never, I never, man's never saw a dark spirit in his life before. I was like, is that a ghost? What is going <laughs> on? And I cannot move. I cannot move. I'm like, I'm freaking out. And then I was like, I was in this very early stage of, of, uh, of my spiritual awakening. I was like, you know, whatever occurs in your life, there is a message behind it. And I have to approach it with open arms, whether it defies me or not, it, 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 it teaches me a lesson. And that's the mindset that I go with throughout life. Like no matter how bad the situation is, there's either a lesson or a blessing. So, um, so that's how I approach it. And then I had this entire astral projection type of thing where, you know, the spirit actually helped me to find my light, et cetera, et cetera. The very next day, the friend of my, of my, uh, of my, uh, of my, ten my tenant, not my tenant, um, my landlord died, right? Very best friend. I just had a conversation with him, sudden death. And then the, the, the group of friends met at our house, had dinner, and everyone was, um, you know, what we consider alternative medicine or alternative science. So I had like, um, uh, physici uh, physicists, um, uh, um, one was like a, a um, what was it? Um, like two doctors. No, anyway. So it was like the, the Academia of, of, of Italy or of, of Milan. So mm -hmm. they came together and I was very surprised that they talked about all this stuff, which I was interested in. And the person who was a, a philosopher and wrote several books or whatever, he said that, you know what? I sense an energy around you. Did something happen? And I was like, Wait, were you the were you the dark guy in my in my astral projection? Like, were you the spirit? Did you send that? And then he explained everything. It was like da 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 da. And yeah, that's how I that's how my physical uh, my spiritual awakening started. And out of shadows in particular, is, yeah, it wasn't sadly it is new for me. Like I've yeah, read yeah, those yeah. things before, but having it in a documentary so many people, many more people can watch is actually beautiful. It's it's I've I've helped awaken like 30 to 40 people that I know of. I don't know about mm. how many have been following all the other stories that I've created and that haven't talked to me about it, but like, it's, it's really also interesting to see how people respond. And like my ex-boyfriend was just like, this is the worst documentary I've ever seen. I don't even want to call it a documentary. He's like, they just took a bunch of 
some, some factual things and then created a narrative out it out of it to mm. try to prove something. I was like, what? Are you what you even talk about? Like, come on, like. <laughs> I know the the resistance was like, but he, you know, he wasn't right for me. It's fine. He like, he's still self proclaimed um, mm. atheist and. I had him have a session with my psychic once and he was like, blocked, blocked. He freaked him out and then he went into block mode. He's he's too comfortable. You, mm. you won't have an awakening unless like, so you face some sort of injustice or yeah. like or something that pushes you, you know? Um, I hear you. Do you, do, I have psychics on my advisory team. Like that's how important they are. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's amazing. And that's how the future uh, will look like uh, no matter when that happens. Um, so wait, I wanted to I wanted to say something. Okay, what's going on? It's actually weird for me to do a live uh, in the middle of the day. Usually, I'm doing it with US or UK or something, and it's usually in, in you know evening time here in Germany. So I'm kind of confused. My brain isn't used to Instagram <laughs> lives at noon or two p.m. Um, oh wow! So yeah, I'm doing lives. So I, also... I do lives at like three a.m. sometimes, four a.m. because it's like. 3 p.m. in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I hear you. I hear you. My, my time schedule is also messed up. And I, ah, yo, nah. It's time zones. I, although I love connecting with people throughout the world, time zones are messed up. Time zones are messed up. Like when I talk to people from Australia, the first time I did that, I was totally lost. Like I had like 9 a.m. and I was talking to a person at 9 p.m. I was like, how? Like, How? Doesn't like it's it's just a weird concept. So um, you also talked. Uh, maybe you can touch that. Although it's a big topic, we only have ten minutes left for it. Um, the systemic racism, which is a big part. Like I've been I've been um, very active sharing these these. What well, oh, you're you're excited about, it, isn't it? <laughs> More like frustrated. I'm like triggered. I haven't been this triggered in a while. <laughs> oh okay okay. <clears throat> this trigger now. Like just. Just rant, rant off. Rant, fucking rant. Okay, I have never felt so alienated from white people in my life before. Okay, Jesus, <laughs> fucking Christ! I had no idea that the the, the depth of ignorance was so large. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just been, it's just, and then consequently, as I'm discovering how much ignorance there is within white, predominantly white people about the situation, I also realized, like, fuck, I'm new to realizing this. I also am ignorant. I'm mm. not even realized like black people mostly have known this about white people all along. And I'm just figuring it out now. So, so I have to deal with that at the same time. Like I'm like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> um, it's, okay, so here's, here's like my main issues. Mm-hmm. And it's why I'm so triggered because so many people that I usually am in complete align with, alignment with all the time, I am not right now. I mean, mm. I'm talking about it doesn't matter if you're Republican, which wants to deny racism exists at all, period. They're like, mm. oh, blah, blah, blah. we're one race, all lives matter. Liberals, oh, just affirmative action and don't say the N-word and white guilt and white tears. Then there's the red pill community that's like, this is a George Soros-funded event. Don't let it Yo. divide us. We have to stay together. <laughs> like, I don't, don't believe in it. White supremacy. The master Karen. The master Karen argument. Fucking- yeah, Karen's all over. Karen's are all on yeah, all these little. That's true. But I believe I believe the George Soros um, Karens are the master Karens because they're actually doing the like they're saying rights like not only because they are right wing but right stuff sometimes. But they're Karening at a very extreme level. 
Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They just want to deny racism exists. Yeah. Like, literally. That's, so, and that's then these mad. are people who are, like, really woke. Like, in the yeah. spiritual community, in my doctor communities, like, that I respect. That usually I, like, agree with. And they're like, it's more important right now that we align as one human race. Okay? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, nobody's denying that. But do you not see? It's insensitive right now at this timing. It's not, uh, you know, we're dealing with this this rhetoric about black lives and like the trauma surfacing for everyone right now in having mm. grown up in a in a white su supremacist world sure like how do you not say that and then i had conversations with chaka about this because i was rolling okay mm. and he really summarized it best he goes people who benefit from a system will have cognitive dissonance and barriers to yeah. then criticizing that system that is what's True. happening and True. and it's like so blaringly obvious and it's like the, the priority is all weird and it's like okay well we try to give them as much analogies as possible which is like okay but you know we know all lives matter but like there's also trauma here and there's people who've really experienced this and this is a thing okay so what i've concluded is like everyone's racist we're all fucking racist because guess yeah. what? We all were born into the same system, this same patriarchal white supremacist system that was created by the cult agenda. Okay, boom, done. That's true. Period. Right? Period. 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 With a T. I okay? signed that. I signed that. With the T. Period. Yes. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, so what is what? What do we realize after the fact that we know that this is what we've all been born into? Okay. Well. We all have different experiences based on this system. Okay, we all have mm -hmm. different responses based on this system. And the different responses are based on the different skin colors that relate to what the system in place is for. And having said that, people of much darker skin, indigenous tribes, black people have a much more negative experience. And then there's like, you know, the the, the, the spectrum where then you and I fall somewhere here. And then mm -hmm. there's white people, okay? And then it's like, Getting white people to realize that they're inherently racist is the fucking block. Like, I don't know, just, I'm, I'm racist. I, I grew up in this society. I was, you know, brainwashed into thinking that lighter skin was better. I was given skin bleaching creams by age 12, you know, and mm. like colorism is very rampant in Pakistani and Indian communities, etc. Like, nothing, True. this is not, I've seen the injustices happening to my black friends growing up in my black mm. communities. Like, I've known that, like, I didn't realize that this whole spectrum here just like you and you know have did you watch the David Ike interview lately? The with with London Real with David uh, what's his name? Brian yes, Brian, Brian Rose. Rose. Brian the last Rose, one yeah. so it was the fourth interview and it was on Black Lives Matter as a part of it. It just oh, was really? like it was like a couple of days ago. Uh-huh. It, it was just a new live they did. I was super excited about it, okay? I was like I I messaged a lot of friends about it and a couple of like people responded like he's not going to talk about race i was like really but it's david I and, and and then chaka was like it's really odd that they didn't get a black person to um talk on black lives matter and in my head i went into defense mode i was like well he talks about lizards and he's not a lizard like i really had faith in david i pulling through on this i watched the interview fucking no he completely mm. bypassed the conversation with yeah. the same bullshit which is we are all one Racist is meant to divide. Yeah, and it's true. not even saying that that's untrue, but like the, the irony is he goes 
COVID has created so much trauma in the world that people are now responding in traumatized ways, which is creating their submission to blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, funny, you can fucking describe how the agenda for COVID yeah. has created trauma for people and how they respond to it. But you can't understand how white supremacy and the system and racism has done this chronically throughout life for people. Like, how do you know? David fucking Ike, man. And so uh, I was so yeah, Wait, 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 wait. I have, to, I, have to, I have to cut you. We have like 10 seconds left. I'm going to go off. And then do you want to do overtime a little bit? Yeah, yeah that's fine. You... That's fine. Yo, this actually, Matt, I don't know how people unlock the feature on Instagram where you can go live for longer than 30 minutes, uh, 60 minutes. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. I shout out to everybody who's tuning in again. Um, Dr. Z, where are you at? Oh, there you are. There we go. Boom, we're back at it again. <laughs> By the way, on my app, it has live streaming with no limit on participation either. I'm already downloading it. I'm already downloading it. This is the most, like, I, I wanted to start a podcast for so long, but I didn't have the time. Now that, and I did some Instagram lives, and I was like, wait, a, a function where I could save the Instagram live without screen recording, which is a poor quality of audio, would be amazing. All of a sudden, Instagram comes up with this feature, but you were cut off after 60 minutes, which is still ridiculous. At least they have the timer before you were just like gone. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I, I interrupted you or Instagram interrupted us. You can- uh, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, no, I was just, I was just blown away because mm. it doesn't matter how woke a person is, they can't criticize the system they benefit from. Like, True. that's True. what I realized. And I was like, if David, I can't understand how racism has impacted our world. I mean, yes, he, he goes into classism. He goes into that as well. But it's like, but he just, he like totally bypasses it. Like, he's just crazy. Yeah, crazy. yeah. Um, you know, they, although like, that's the thing about David Icke, in my opinion, like he's saying truth, but he's coming from a very European standpoint, right? And that's the issue. That's the issue that I have with connecting with people is that, I'm like, I listen to everybody. I'll learn from everyone, but I really connect with people only if they truly understand what the foundational and the root cause of our malalignment is. You mentioned your spiritual friends, you know, we should focus on alignment as a, as a uh, human collective, et cetera, et cetera. But there are levels to this, right? You know that there, there's one human, then there's a community, maybe a family, then, you know, your social community, then the entire world, maybe the entire galaxy. But if you focus on aligning yourself, by disregarding an issue which is so uh, present in our world. Like we're not only talking about the United States. You have racism for the past 400 to 2000 years, and then let's say 3000 years, in every single part of the world where so-called Aryans invaded. You have India, you have, as you mentioned, Pakistan, in China even right now, right? There's racism, Brazil right now. So that's the foundational, like white supremacy is the root cause of all evil. And that's, that actually makes sense, in my opinion. Why? Because European culture is based on patriarchal uh, values, simply because, like I always, I always refer to the environment Europeans grew up in, right? You have Europe, a very cold environment. So you have to be very analytical, rational in order to survive. You cannot depend on nature. Rather, you have to fight for your survival, 
right? On contrary, if you live in a very, let's say, subtropical or tropical environment, you can depend on nature and you have more laid back approach and you can, you know, trust God. You can believe in a mother who's nurturing you. And if you're living in the north where the, whole, the holy mother, so mother earth, is not nurturing you, your masculine side is automatically overtly expressive simply because you feel that your mom is not caring about you. So you built a patriarchal system. And because Europeans invaded the entire world, we have the, these patriarchal systems everywhere, although it makes no sense to have these patriarchal systems in environment like, you know, tropical environments like Brazil, like uh, Mexico and everything southern than that. Mm. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I like how you bitch about Candace Owen when you have literally 1,000 followers. <laughs> Yo, Candace Owen, like the thing is, the thing is, the solutions that Candace Owens uh, shows, right? Having, uh, f like, um, re reforming uh, the prison system, um, then uh, investing into schools, in education, et cetera, et cetera. They are the right solutions. Like, she's focusing on the building. However, she's very in, in, in empathic, right? She's, like, she doesn't get it, and she's triggering too many people in the, in the wrong yeah. time. I, I remember yeah. six months ago, all woke accounts were... Uh, screenshotting Candace Owens' Twitter uh, tweets because although she was like not on the like she's on the side of Trump who's obviously a uh, not obviously but who's uh, portrayed as a racist etc etc um, she still spoke truth but now she's still sp <laughs> speaking you, the same well, yeah exactly no one's jealous of Candace Owens no, no, no. I'll tell you my opinion after but go on um, yeah that was it what's your opinion <laughs> Uh, Candace Owens is a fucking Satanist, full blown Satanist. Do you think um, that? I'm I'm positive. Um, I had heard it from several other people in the spiritual mm. community, and then I was like, no. I consulted my psychics. Mm -hmm. Not a single doubt. Not a single. Doubt. It wasn't even like, yeah, she was involved, blah blah, but not anymore. Blah. Full blown. She's not even just a Satanist. She is one of the leaders. <laughs> And she's a full-blown metaphysician, and she casts a lot of protection spells on herself as she's going through this. And she's definitely traded her her soul in to, to mm. for this platform and for money and for power and et cetera. And if you think about it, if you really want to know who's a light worker and not, who's mm. really parenting for love and light and justice in that way, or who's triggering people more and who's like um doing what she's doing, kind of. And 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 I was like, I was like. I really thought, I, I, honestly, I went into it thinking, like, no way. She talks about the satanic media. Like, no way. And then you mm. look at her history, and which is what my post is, and you look at how she married a white man um, three weeks mm. after FaceTiming or something like that. And just, like, her history, it's like, yeah, this bitch came from nothing to something. And there's, like, there's... <laughs> there's yeah, those stories, those stories mm -hmm. are always the most dangerous because they offer, like, the work that you need to do it might be intellectual and stuff, but it's not really difficult. Like, they tell you what you need to do. The only thing that you have to be is supporting it, isn't it? So... Yeah, you have to be a puppet. Exactly. Exactly. And if you have nothing, if you have nothing in your life and you feel, um, you know, um, mistreated from life, then you take everything that's, that's offered yeah. to you. Right. I mean, even just the basis of what she um, tries her whole platform is built on is that racism doesn't exist and we know that's not true yeah like that's not, yeah. so so how could we ever really get behind someone who's really triggering everyone that mm. way, reptilian shit yeah so i i was you know so when somebody's like fuck you like candace owens is a shit i love can i'm like 
You know what? I was a fan of Candace Owens too until I did my I did spiritual research. Like I don't have evidence to show them like she mm. is a fucking Satanist. Like I have my own path of gaining this type of knowledge and I use it sparingly, like when it's important. Um mm. because it, it, it is a guess. Like mostly it's not to like dissect other people. It's more like I have my own gifts and I validate with my psychics on my own path and what I'm you know meant to be doing. True, true. Then I that's a very that's a very mature um, view on this entire casting spells and etc. Because ultimately we are all mm, we're we're all casting spells by the way we think, by the words we choose, and you have to pay for it. You have to pay for it. That's why those um, elites are looking so so sick, right? <laughs> because they need to they need they need all these sacrifices to be alive because they're creating a disruption in the in the space. Vampire world. energy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. And, um, you know, we as humans, we're gifted that we can choose. We have a free will to decide what we want to be. And that's a weird situation to be in, right? Because, like, if you look at the lion, for example, a lion doesn't choose what, what he wants or she wants or lioness. They just do. But we have this weird mind with which we can have a free will, right? So, um, yeah, you have, to be care you have to be careful. Even when you're manifesting things in your life with this all law of attraction, physical manifestation, I want a new car, I just have to think about it. You have to pay for it. You have to pay for it energetically. And that's what yes. everybody needs to understand. Right? There's no such yes. thing. Yes. So um, oh. you, you, you also mentioned, you also mentioned um, systemic racism in like, okay, wait. Let me let me just let me just ask you, have you been like you, you said that you've been challenged by by racism in your life, in your around you, that you've been racist, et cetera, et cetera. Um, do you see like where do you see the biggest issue in confronting people of color of their racism? Right. Or poor people of their white privilege, because when when I ask when I ask a poor person that he's benefiting from white privilege, he or she be like well, where is that privilege? I'm living on the streets, etc. So how would you explain someone who isn't really benefiting? You wouldn't. I wouldn't, no. Okay, because nice. classism, classism precedes racism. The, wait, classism precedes? Okay, okay, I hear you. Yeah, hear so you. You, you don't even go into racism with someone who is experiencing classism and, and economic failure. Mm. And then you'd have to go into what has created that situation for that person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's, um, I think it all goes back to a very male dominant um, um, society that we're living in, right? Because if, if we had nurturing people on top, uh, or if we had a matriarchal system, nobody would face classism or sexism or whatever. Yeah, right? we're like community builders. <laughs> it's true. Like it's true. <laughs> I'm working on it. It's funny because like I trigger people because I, so here's like my journey. You're a Sagittarius. I, you're triggering everyone. Uh, <laughs> you're like, you're like the fiery Scorpios. <laughs> right. But it's like, it's I trigger true. people because people are, they're, they're accustomed to compartmentalizing. So when you meet mm. someone like me, you want to compartmentalize me into like something, but there's so many women that exist inside of me that I, I eventually will trigger people especially males <laughs> so like because they want to see me as like a cute bubbly girl and then it's like oh but you're like going to be my boss or like mm. so the reason this is happening is because we're conditioned to again white supremacy the idea of what a leader is which is like an old white male 
True. Right. So part of my impact in this world is breaking through this paradigm and actually creating a different narrative of what a leader can be, which is a kick-ass fucking bubbly fun girl who's like totally in her feminine embodiment and empowered. And I'm super excited for that path. Like I've known this again for so many years, but now I'm finally implementing it. Like, okay, no, because me standing in my truth and like, I, you can feel my power. Like you can feel how yeah. I speak and how I, I'm, I'm, you know, confident in the things that I believe I'm set out to be doing and how that will breed the same for so many other women, because all women have this power. They've just been oppressed or like allowed themselves to be oppressed or like repressed, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, and part of, really having that power is to tune into your sexuality like we have been taught our entire lives that sexuality needs to be separate from the rest of your life it's not no your sexuality is such an important component of our power which is why it's been repressed okay mm. it is a tool it is a tool and you create with that energy like True. literally so so I'm excited for that part of my journey, probably more so than anything, the female empowerment part and like mm -hmm. ch changing the narrative of what a leader is. Imagine like, so this app that I'm creating and like, I've had a lot of insight into where it's going and how it's going to be. Like I've known several years and I'm like, just, and I'm just here doing it. Um, imagine like seeing me at this, this type of person I am like broadcasted more mainstream, like how disturbing mm. that would be for a lot of different people. Like, hi, guys, like, imagine, like, I don't even know, how, like, which route exactly I will implement, because there's so many different parts of me still to like, exactly like, what image do I want to present? Because there's like the doctor girl in me, then there's like, the, I'm not the princess, the, the other the other characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the archetypes, right. Yeah. Um, and then I want to be able to actually present them all. And because that women will see like, no, you don't have to be like this family woman only that like, He's like, I'm Mrs. Do It All, or like Sheryl Sandberg type version or something. You know, yeah. like, you know, there's so many more archetypes that you can be and, and like be free with and doing. Um, and anyways, so, but by the way, I didn't tell you the name of the app. I think I want to, reason why I want to tell you, it's in beta phase right now. So you can't mm. download it at alpha phase, I should say, or in between. But I want to tell you because I think you'll really appreciate the name. <laughs> what's it? What's it? What's it? Okay, it is. Ah, hi, Na. How are you? There's this person oh, that no, started. She's actually my first person to start working with my app. She's like my first official hire. <laughs> Yo, I know. I, I don't know Na personally, but we were meant to be in Egypt together with a group, um, and that's how I know her. She's the, she's my soul fam. She's my soul fam. Do you know? Do you know Ex? Do you know Axel? Do you know Axel? Yes, he knows you know all him? about what I'm doing. I've had a whole like three hour long conversation with him. Nice, nice, nice. Axel is the person who went with us to Egypt. Uh, I've been with him twice. And his, <laughs> his trips, soul fam. That's how we know each other. Nah, is an, oh amazing, is an amazing person. I, She's a like, Capricorn. She's a Capricorn. That's why, she uh, why, why you like her. <laughs> See, I told you. I've been surrounded by Capricorns lately. And yeah, I love Axel's energy. I am excited to meet him yeah. in person one day. I was just like he's amazing. He's amazing. Like his his energy. He's so like like he's so nurturing, right? Yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't even know how to describe. He's one of my one of my teachers. Whenever I have a question regards uh, African history or chem or whatever, he takes his time. You know, explains everything, recommends books, whatever. Then he checks on you like so random, and no! although like <laughs> these little gestures and. Uh, you know, me being a cancer, I like these little little gestures. And uh, Axel is just like, is just a beam of light. Like, he's amazing. 
Oh no. <laughs> yeah, her her story her story is actually so messed up. Um, oh. but she can she can tell you. She can tell you. Um so yeah, sorry. What's your, what's the name of your of your app? Yeah. She like if all things go according to plan, like I think we may move her to Singapore by December or something of that mm -hmm. nature. That'd be cool. Um the name of the app is Vibio. Vibio. So it's spelled like video with a B. Mm -hmm. And it's vibe O. <laughs> Not like that. The slogan is vibe on video. That's good. Okay. No, that's yes. good. That's good. That's really good. That's a jeez. That's a really so good. So the whole name. the whole premise is based on vibrations. <laughs> Damn. Levels. Levels. <laughs> the icon the icon, you know, I'm not gonna tell people directly this usually, but it looks like a video recording mm -hmm. button, mm -hmm. but it's blue and white. So what does it look like? The evil eye. <laughs> wow. <laughs> blue 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 what blue and white? So like the like 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 the eye, so it's like consciousness. Oh, I see you. Okay. 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 I like I like all this thing, uh, all these things because um they're proactively healing the people from the highest source, right? And connecting as you said, human connection is the best thing to have, it's right? Because like ultimately when you think about it, um in my grandparents' generation, there were no diseases other than acute uh, you know, acute things like I broke in the leg whatever. Most of the time mm -hmm. it was like a nurturing experience when somebody was sick the entire family was there giving you energy yes. etc so all these things they definitely matter and um are super important yo um dr d uh dr d dr z uh, <laughs> i was saying hi to my friend dc people are waking up in america right now <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's actually weird because usually again most of my following is coming from the united states although i'm based mm. in, in in europe so um Grand Rising, everyone. Any, Grand anyhow, Rising. Um, I want to thank you that you took uh, one and a half, one hour, 15 uh, from your day to talk about all these things, because I believe that conversation um, is extremely important, especially in these times where everybody's locked up uh, at home, etc. slowly introducing to society. And the gems, the gems that you dropped were like disrupting right especially i like i like i like I, I, to be honest i like your purpose in life that's what we should do that's what we should focus on is to bring women to a position where they're perceived as leaders as well as fighters right and and we can we as a society can always can only be balanced and and nurtured if we have strong women who know who they are and we have males who understand their role so instead of saying as you said that there are that all men are toxic we should go back teaching men what real masculinity is about what um sacred masculinity is about and once we do that through conversations like these um we will find our alignment on our individual level and as well as on a societal level so um i want to thank you do you want to do you want to say one last thing before we, we we finish this like one message to the people um, <laughs> Um, maybe you want to ask me. Maybe you want to ask me a question uh, because I bombarded you with questions for the past one and a half hours. But I'm just, I'm just vibing right now. I'm like excited. No, I love. It's so funny. Like I've, I've been doing these more lately because I've never my my profile has been 
private for years and i just this week became public on this this new profile that mm -hmm. i'm now using mm -hmm. with people and it's like it's so fascinating like entering into this world like you guys know each other already like oh this is chaka's friend axel oh this is axel's friend mm. and then and this is you know nah and it's like this online community and i'm like for me it's also like product market testing and like seeing and embodying what my app helps to solve also but instagram's not the best place to do it right True. um so True. it's just like I'm, i just love that so much like this is so cool like all these little connections <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. If there is a chance to invest in your in your app, I'm gonna buy a one percent share because in ten years, it, I'm gonna a be a billionaire. Ask your <laughs> ask your higher self about who I am and what I'm doing. Like, just ask for your higher self. But I mean, one percent starting off at hundred k. We're already talking to some of the biggest um, venture venture well, capital firms in the world. That's big. <laughs> that's big. That's big. Maybe I should aim for a little bit. No, no, I can, I can do 100K. Yeah, uh, give me an ambassador. A few, I'll, give a, I'll give you a blue check. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. Can I, get, can I get an applause smiley for Dr. Z, please, from everyone? Because after, <laughs> I, I enjoyed this talk so much. Um, I love your energy. Um, we definitely need you as a, as a healer, right? At the yeah. stuff that I said in the beginning, right? You don't practice medicine, but you practice healing with the work that you do. And therefore, we are all thankful for what you do. And um, yeah, I hope to hear from you soon. Thank you so much for inviting me and having this conversation and vibing with me and, and connecting your energy with me. I love this. I love this whole conversation too. This is definitely one of the more fun ones. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.